Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. Today, I'm bringing you another solo episode, and this one has been on my heart for a long time. Not sure how this is going to come out. This is probably going to turn some people off and uh, maybe bring more listeners. It doesn't really matter to me one way or the other. And my, my only goal is just to, to share what's on my mind and what's on my heart. And uh, what I ask of you is that you just keep an open mind about what I'm sharing and you just just listen and, and you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be right on some stuff. I'm going to be wrong on some stuff and that's totally cool with me. And, and I hope you can just sort of take it in with an open mind and an open heart. Um, cause I'm going to talk about faith. I'm going to talk about success. I'm going to talk about as best I can in my own humble opinion, why bad things happen to good people and my take on, on my faith and on, you know, maybe you can take some things away from this, uh, in terms of your faith or, or maybe it'll um, bring up uh, other questions that you didn't even know you had about it. Um, but uh, and and you know if 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 this is your thing, that's awesome. If it's not, that's totally cool. You can just skip to the next episode. Uh, I really don't talk about faith a whole lot in any of these episodes, um, but this has uh, been on my mind for just a long time, and I just know that I finally have to share this stuff. And listen, I'm not the most knowledgeable. Um, and, uh, you're probably, you know, some people listening to this are probably going to, I'm probably going to get some emails and, and tweets and whatever, uh, saying, no, Jim, you're wrong about that. Or Jim, the Bible doesn't say that. Or it says something. And, and, and that's totally cool. And I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not an expert. So definitely go consult somebody who's smarter than me and, uh, uh more educated than me, probably better looking than me and, uh, and, and to get some answers. But, um, but I'm just going to give you sort of my thoughts and, and my take on things. I'm the you know, I've always thought I'm just like the last guy to talk about faith, uh, but I just I just know I got to share this with you because it uh, just what it means to me. Um, and I, I don't want you to pigeonhole me into any political group because of what I share here today. Um, there, I just don't want to be. I don't want you to sort of you know put me on one side or another because I'm going to share probably things that uh, that might put me in one camp or another camp, um, and I don't I don't I don't like being in those boxes and I don't see myself in those boxes. Um, and the way that I kind of came to faith is so I'll start with that. I'll start with how how I how I came to faith and and, and to become a Christian and to believe in Christ. Um, I'm going to give you some of that. I'm going to give you my reasoning, my logic, because for me, I had to, that's where, uh, I really had to find things is, is how, how it was logical and not just, uh, not something you just to go on blind faith. And, um, I'm going to give you some sort of examples I've seen in my life. Uh, I'm going to give you my thoughts on why I think bad things happen to good people. I don't have the answer. I'm going to give you my take on how I rationalize and, and explain it to myself. Uh, I'm going to give you some success principles straight from the Bible. 
and leave you with some action items and sort of ways to just explore. I mean, it, this could be an exploration just in educating yourself. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be. Don't don't take this as me trying to force faith on anybody. That's that's not what I do, and that's not how I came to faith. And so, start with that. How did I come to faith? How did I come to understand? a little bit about the Bible, the little bit that I understand now. How did I come to understand a little bit about Jesus and why I think that's that, 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 that the Bible's true? Well, I came to faith by subtly noticing that people that I respected, people I respected were men and women of faith. So I think about Craig Littlepage, who was the athletic director at the University of Virginia for a long, long time. He was never sort of overt about it, didn't wear it on his sleeve. It was just something that he shared, right? Uh, now and then it would kind of leak out or I'd see him speaking at uh, uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes events and that sort of thing. I'm like, hmm, interesting. And then uh, Michael Hyatt, he has a big podcast and kind of followed him for a while. It was actually part of his paid program for a while. And I was like, wow, okay, he's a, he's a, he's a man of faith. And, and you know, it's all these little seeds were being dropped. Uh, Steve Garland, who I had on the podcast here, uh, Steve Garland was in episode, quick find here, Steve was in episode number 67, absolutely incredible episode with Steve, he's a good friend of mine, head wrestling coach at the University of Virginia, um, and just sort of seeing the radically transformed life that happened to him from, boy, where he was to where he's at now, holy cow, uh, if there's one thing that'll make you come to faith, it's, it's seeing Steve's transformation, matter of fact, I'm going to put in the, ep- the the show notes in the action plan. If you go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, a link to this unbelievable speech sermon that Steve gave at our church. This guy, Steve's an unbelievable speaker. He just wears his heart on his sleeve and he's just uh, really high energy. He's just totally entertaining speech if for nothing else, just to watch, you know, watch an amazing public speaker. Uh, but anyway, he shares sort of his story of faith and man, it's just, it's just a really cool, cool uh, speech. Um, another guy I'm going to give a shout out to who really maybe planted a seed deeper than anybody was a guy named Josh Walker, who's a good friend of mine. He actually, um, he gave me a book called, uh, wild at heart. Cause I always kind of seen, uh, like if you're a Christian man, you had to be like soft and kind of a sissy. And that's that was just, again, my take, right? And I'm going to talk about probably some of your takes and sort of impressions of of Christian people, right? And Bible thumpers, quote unquote, Bible thumpers and self-righteous people in the church. And so I'll give you my take on those, those types. Um, but first, so Josh gave me this book and it was just really interesting, but like, you don't have to be soft. You can be a dude. You can be a man's man. You can you know, shoot guns and split wood and drink beer and even curse every once in a while and, 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 you know, be a sinner, but still believe in God, right? You can still believe in Jesus Christ. And, you know, obviously you're trying to cut those things out of your life, but nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm going to state that many, many times throughout this. Nobody is perfect. I'm not perfect. Josh Walker's not perfect. Steve Garland's not perfect. Craig Littlepage, Michael Hyde. None of these people are perfect. And and so that's that's kind of how I came to faith. And, you know, you see these self-righteous people out there, right? And that may be holding you back from exploring it at all. And th- I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, give this sort of, I'm going to give you an analogy to wrestling, sort of my world, right? So in the world of wrestling, there are meatheads, there are guys who are jerks, there are bullies, there are guys who use their wrestling skills to beat people up and do bad things in the world. And 
And there are, so that's a very small percentage of people. And the vast majority of wrestling people are just good, solid human beings, hardworking, humble. Wrestling is a sport that humbles anybody, right? And, and so if your impression is you see, you know, you see a hundred wrestlers, right? Throughout your, your life, right? You, you go through the world and, you, and, and most of them you're not going to realize. They're just like the teachers or the business people or the whoever in your, in your community volunteering, doing good things. And maybe you, maybe you do or maybe you don't know them as wrestlers. Probably not. And then you see some uh, newspaper article about some brawl that happened at a bar or something like that. And someone got arrested and he was like a wrestling coach or something, right? That you're going to go, okay, wrestling is those people, right? And you're going to look at that 1% and go and, and label it as, as everybody. Just the same as we do in politics. Like we look at Rush Limbaugh on one side and we look at uh, Rachel Maddow on the other side, like extremists. And we go, that's what the right wings uh, ringers are. That's what the left wingers are. We label them because we see these extremists just like we do with the church. We label churchgoers, Bible thumpers as these self-righteous extremists. Like that's not the average run of the mill, typical good human being that is a Republican or a Democrat or a wrestler or a Christian. So I challenge you to see past those, those extreme versions of anything, of any person or any group of people and, and see the truth for, for what it really is. Right. You know, there's, you know, um, I think a lot of people probably, or, or certain people probably look at Muslims and go up oh, terrorist bombers. Right. Well, no, like, like there's, there's a certain small percentage, right. That are in, in, in any ethnic group, you know, any color of skin, any ethnic group, whatever that, that are extremists, any religion, they're extremists, but the vast majority are not right. So, so I want you to take that view of, of Christianity and, 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 and sort of Bible thumpers and, and churchgoers. Right. Um, and so, I get a little bit more on how I came to faith. So Josh Walker and these people planting seeds and sort of subtly seeing these people who were not like sort of self-righteous and, um, you know, like, uh, putting, you know, sinners down because we're all sinners. Um, but it was sort of these subtle hints of like, Hmm, these people I respect, they all sort of have this stuff in this thing in common. Right. And, and these seeds being planted and then me realizing I didn't have to be a soft sissy. And then I was like, okay, I've always believed that there's a higher power, right? I'm a science science guy, like I environmental science major, nature, outdoors, and I'm just fascinated by this this world that we live in, right? Of just infinite beauty, right? Every sunset is just a masterpiece. The mountains, every, you know, from something as vast as a mountain or, or even far more vast of the universe and the stars and the galaxy above us, and then as minuscule as an ant on a leaf and you go even smaller in the size of an atom and a molecule inside this ant. And you go, my gosh, it's just fascinating. The beauty and the intricacy and the incredible detail of all of this universe that we live in. I'm like, okay, so there's definitely something for me. And my logic is like, well, there's definitely something out there to put, put all this together. Like this stuff can't just kind of happen. Right. Somebody like put this stuff all in motion. And, and so that was my first lot piece of logic. And I was like, okay, so if I believe there is a God who kind of set this stuff in motion, it's not a very hard leap for me to go, okay, God probably put somebody on earth who could 
teach us how to live, right? And would it be a self-righteous person who didn't hang, you know, called everybody else a sinner and said, I'm righteous and you're a sinner and, and uh, I am good and you are bad and uh, wouldn't hang out with any of the scum of society, quote unquote scum of society, the lowest of society, right? No, that's what Jesus did. Jesus actually came and lived with everybody that, 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 you know, the typical person might see as like the lowliest of society. That's who Jesus hung out with, right? Back in the day, it was like tax collectors and prostitutes or whatever, right? And that's like what, that's who he spent his time with. And then he died like the most horrible death possible. And, and so that's how, that's who God put on this earth to show us how to live. So me is, for me, it was like, okay, pretty easy logic to go. Okay. God said, I'm going to send someone down, show them how to live. I'm going to make him my son and I'm going to make him, uh, hang out with everybody, the lowliest of society. Right. And, and show people how to live. And he's going to give and love and do miracles and show how faith actually works. And then just to prove that, you know, for anybody who is out there says, yeah, but, you know, death is so hard and there's so much pain and your son didn't have to endure pain. I'm going to have him die like arguably the most painful death you could find, scary and terrifying death, right? Uh, angry mob, just spitting on you, putting thorns on your head, making you carry a... a a cross and and then stay, you know nailing your hands to a cross and just ha- hanging out to dry to die right and terrible horrible horrible death and that's what for me it was like pretty logical explanation um, for all that to happen so that's kind of how I came to faith um, that was kind of my reasoning and then I didn't know anything about the Bible so. I started listening to and reading a little bit the gospel. So I, I have the YouVersion Bible app, and it's free, and you can just like listen to audio versions of the Bible. And if you do it, listen to the new NIV, New International Version. If you start listening to like King James Version or other versions, it's like kind of hard to understand. But um, the NIV, New International Version, is like just easy to listen to. I started listening to this stuff, and it's like kind of an interesting story. Like the gospels are like all the rest of the Bible. I have a long way to go listening to the Bible. I've read bits and pieces, listened to bits and pieces, but like the gospels are fascinating. They're actually really cool stories. If you're just into like listening to audiobooks or whatever, or podcasts, apparently you are because you're listening to mine. The, um, the gospels are actually really interesting, fascinating stories to listen to. So I challenge you to, to, to give those a little bit of a listen. John is, is probably, I guess they'd say the, the best one to listen to. I'm listening to all four of them right now. I'm kind of going through all four. Um, and okay. So for, so I hope that gives you an understanding of like how I came to faith, maybe of how, you know, you may be able to, to look at this yourself. Um, and over the years, I've just seen so many examples of, of faith at work. Uh, the one that really sticks out in my head is my mom had a, uh, a um, I can't remember if it was a CAT scan, I think it was done. And they, they scanned her brain because she was having some issues several years back. And, and there was a, there was a spot found on her brain and it was, you know, just prayer time, you know, like texting all my friends, like, you know, pray for my mom, pray for my mom, texting our pastor at our church. I said, you know, pray for my mom. He prayed, my pastor prayed that it was not, he said, I pray that it is nothing. And I got a phone call the next day from my mom and she goes, it was nothing. I'm like, what? It was nothing. It was literally somebody put their thumb. There was, it was like a thumbprint 
from somebody who's cleaning the machine or they didn't clean it properly. They put their thumb on the stinking machine and it was like a print from, from somebody's finger. So it was literally nothing. And so I thought that was pretty bizarre. Um, give you a more recent example. My, my neighbor, um, I don't know how much I've talked about this. I may have talked about it up at some point on the podcast, but uh, she was paralyzed about five months ago, six months ago, maybe four, five, six months ago now. Um, and from, from the, from the neck, uh, chest down. And during this whole time, this is a family of faith. Uh, the husband was praying just for positivity. He said, I want everybody just to pray for positivity. And we've all prayed for positivity. It's amazing. Like this family is this, like how positive they've remained through this whole ordeal that they're just still going through and just still really starting out on this, this new journey of life. Um, and just the positivity. So that, that, that's been pretty fascinating to see. And there's been so many examples in my life. And I can't even think so many of them now. But uh, like I said, Steve Garland, just his radically transformed life. Just fascinating. Now, I want to answer the question, or I'm not going to answer it. I'm going to give you my take on why bad things. Actually, let me back up. Let me back up on this. Um, one thing I want to talk about is, is, you know, we can't understand, I guess this kind of ties into why bad things happen, right? We don't understand how God totally works, how this whole thing, we don't get it, right? And people are like, well, if I don't understand, I'm not going to believe in, in, in Jesus and, and faith isn't for me. Well, here's a couple other things that we don't understand. Gravity. Literally, scientists don't understand exactly how gravity works. They know it pulls in one direction and the larger the mass, the more gravity it has, but there's no real under true understanding of how gravity works. Gravity, right? And that's the thing, like, it, we all know about it generally, like, but scientists don't can't explain it. Um, here's another one I always ask: if you take if you t- if you take a pot of boiling water and a pot of cold water, and you go outside on a, a below zero a, like a zero degree day, freezing well below freezing day, and you take both of those pots of water and you throw them up in the air. Before the water hits the ground, one of those pots of water will have frozen, and the other one will not have frozen. Guess which one freezes? The cold one, of course, right? Wrong. The boiling water actually will freeze faster. Nobody, they can't explain it. Science cannot, it's called the Pemba effect. Google it. There's all kinds, you'll see YouTube videos, Pemba, P-M-B, P-M-E-M-B-A or something like that. It's fast. It's really neat. If you watch, there's all kinds of cool YouTube videos of people throwing boiling water into the air and it freezes. We can't explain it. Right? There are actually things that happen in front of our eyes that we can't explain. How do we explain? How do we, why do we think that we have to explain everything about Jesus and faith and, and all the coincidences and st- stuff that happen around us that we can't explain and we want to explain, but we can't explain it. And so w- the fact that we can't explain everything about God shouldn't surprise you. We can't even explain everything about gravity or how hot water freezes faster than boiling water or then then cold water here's another one it's straight in front of your eyes okay imagine imagine a map of the world don't look at a map of the world i want you to imagine it okay look at a map of the united think about a map of the united states think about africa which country in the united states is closest to africa okay Africa's in the, in the, I guess, mostly in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, United States mostly in, is in the Northern, totally in the nor- Northern Hemisphere. So, of course, which state is closest to Africa? Florida, right? Wrong. It's Maine. Crazy, right? I mean, we have stuff right in front of our own eyes that we can't even explain. It's right, I mean, you've seen a map of the world, a globe, a million times. 
how come you can't explain that, right? It, I couldn't either. It's like all this crazy stuff is right in front of right. We can't even explain that. So don't feel like you have to understand everything about God because we're never going, we don't even understand about the map that you've seen in front of, you know, a million times in your life. So don't feel like you need to understand everything. And, and when I came to that realization, I'm like, okay, there's certain things I'm not going to understand. Like why do bad things happen? And, you know, I feel like a little bit of why bad things happen. I'm going to try to give you an explanation, at least a partial rationalization that, that I use. <clears throat> um, you know, I've had a couple of tragedies in our neighborhood. Certainly my neighbor I just talked about, and there was another tragedy, literally my next door neighbor beside my house. So the first one I talked about is literally in, across the street, could throw a ball underhand into their yard. And the other one's literally my adjoining neighbor beside me. Um, he lost his daughter, his 20 some year old daughter just recently. He and she, they did, they lost their daughter. And it's like, why do bad things happen? Right? Terrible, terrible things. And I'm not going to, I hope this doesn't come across callous because this is, these are obviously terrible tragedies. And, and, you know, if, and when I have to face those kind of tragedies, I, I hope that I can have this same strength of faith, but I wonder, this is just my one. I wonder if, I wonder if those bad things, maybe the reason that God allows bad things to happen, certainly it's beyond my control, beyond my, my knowledge, but I've seen much smaller bad things happen. Like people get fired or lose their job and it's like, turns out to be the best thing that's ever happened, right? We've heard that a million times on this podcast, on these episodes. Bad things have happened, failures, struggle, adversity, and turns into this 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 great success. And it's like, wow, okay, well, that's obviously why, why that bad thing happened. But why do like people die, right? Young people and people get paralyzed and, you know, tree lands on their car while they're driving and like they get paralyzed from the chest down. Like, why does this bad stuff happen? I don't know, but I do know that some of these things have made me more grateful of every little thing in my life. I hug my children. I, I get, I'm, I'm, I'm more patient. I'm more loving. I'm more caring. I'm more grateful because of these bad things. And you multiply that by the hundreds or thousands of people who are now more grateful because of these two tragedies that happened just in my neighborhood. And I, I don't know that these things balance out, right? I don't know that there's more that, that, it, that was quote unquote worth it. Right. I, I'm not saying that, but like there are good things that happen. I wonder, I wonder if that's a factor. Maybe we'll, we'll get this answered whenever we die and go to heaven, right? In the pearly gates. So we get these questions answered. Maybe that's, maybe that's like a partial explanation we'll get. And most of the time, you know, you just, you don't even know what the, what the, the reason is, you know, sometimes when bad things happen, you know, maybe you find out years later, sometimes you never find out. Um, but I just see the love and outpouring of support in the community and, and, um, people coming together and, um, I, I don't know, you know, and there are probably other just sort of things that are good things that, that come out of these that, um, that maybe maybe that's an answer, and again, I don't know that that's the answer, but that's those are certainly things that I that I've seen that are that are good things that have come out of that. You know, terrible terrible tragedies. And now I'm going to switch over to some success principles that come from the Bible. There's so many of these, so I'm just going to give you a couple um, that that I've come across. So uh, here's one. It's Proverbs 13:20. It says, "Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm." Think about that. Walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools who suffers harm. Environment of excellence, right? Talk about who you surround yourself with, who the people you choose to bring into you. Are you walking with fools? Are you a companion of fools? Or are you walking with the wise, right? Part of that is listening to 
this podcast or these wise people that I bring on, maybe not me, but, but all these other amazing guests that I bring on, right? Um, the Bible talks about seeking counsel. The Bible talks about believing in yourself, right? The Bible talks about there's something called law of attraction. If you don't know what the law of attraction is, it's sort of this, this sort of idea that, that um, you know, you can manifest positive things and things in your life that you want, right? And it's not even positive. It can be negative things, right? If you're always worrying, you tend to bring in more negative things in your life. And I know people like this who, and you probably do too, who are really negative or worry a lot and they tend to have like just a lot of bad things kind of come into their life and just drain them and drag them down um, versus like the really, really positive person who, you know, they're like, oh, I'm just going to run through a wall to make this thing happen. Or, you know, um, uh, a friend of mine, Scott Moore, he's the head wrestling coach at Lockhaven University. Scott is like super positive all the time. And he's like that guy that always wins like the raffle, right? <laughs> he's like, and, uh, but it's like, you just, there's just like certain people that that happens to, right? Um, it seems like out there anyway, but there's this thing about this called, so it's called the law of attraction, right? You attract either you attract things into your life, and Mark. I, I was listening to the Gospels here, like I told you recently. And Mark, I came across Mark eleven twenty two. Check this out. I'm going to read it to you. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, "Go and throw yourself into the sea," and does not doubt in their heart, but believes what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer. Believe you have received it and it will be yours. Believe you have received it and it will be yours. And it's, this is exactly what the law of attraction is. It's like believing that you have something and it will be yours. And I remember when I was wrestling, I used to have to visualize and believe that I was already a national champion and already, already an All-American. I won those big matches. And once I, when I believed it, I would actually have this feeling like I am a national champion. I am an All-American right, like right now, even before I won it. And and I didn't win the national championship, but I became an All-American. I, I visualized that a hundred, hundreds of times, and I felt it. And I could be that person now, and, and, then I went, and then I went out and lived it, right? And I tell young wrestlers, like, hey, do you want to be a state champion? Well, like, be a state champion now. Like, train like one, work like one, you know, lift like one, do conditioning like one, eat like one, sleep like one, do your academics and studies like one. Do that now. And then, and then it happens, right? So believe you have received it. So walk it out, talk it out, do it, live it now, and it will be yours. And, you know, I just, I believe there's more in this universe and this world around us than meets the eye. I've heard this kind of stuff described in, in actual quantum physics. There's this, 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 I should have looked it up before the podcast here, but there's this, this idea that you can, that um, in quantum physics, that if you, uh, um, as you witness an event, by witnessing it alone, you actually have an impact on it. And so, um, you know, and even in, in, you know, just going further than that and deeper than that, like everything you look at around you is made up of atoms, right? We all know this, made up of atoms. And what is an atom made up of? Nucleus, electrons, protons, like 99.99% of an atom is space. It's empty. And everything's made up of that. So everything around you is like 99.99%, like nothing. How bizarre is that to think about? So I just think there's there's so much more out there that we don't understand, more than meets the eye, and and um, and that has really sort of opened my eye, eyes and opened my heart and mind to 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 knowing that faith is is a real thing and Christ is a real thing, and and that uh, the stuff in the Bible that that just sounds sometimes crazy is actually truth. And now listen, there's stuff in there about like. 
you know, that I can't explain in the Bible, right? Um, and, and I don't, you know, like I said, I don't need to understand all of it and, and, and explain every piece of it, but I just know that, that it's true for me. Um, uh, I go to a church where I, I saw two uh, lesbians in church in front of me, and I was so stoked that they were there because, like, I, you know, I guess the Bible says that's a sin. I, I don't, you know, I don't see that as that, but, like, God is, you know, says what he says, and, and I don't understand that, right? I don't need to understand it, but I know that, like, I'm a sinner just as much as, you know, somebody who gets divorced, let's say, right? Because that's called a sin in a Bible, in the Bible. So is like looking at a woman lustfully, right? And that's like every guy on the planet has ever looked at uh, an attractive woman, right? Like those are all sins. And so, like, I just think we're we're all in the same boat, right? I don't see I don't I don't see that anybody is is any different any anybody in a in a better situation or more self righteous than anybody else, right? Just because you know, and pastors aren't any more connected to God than you and I can be, right? It's just, um, it's just what, what you choose to to think about, look at, believe, um, and and how you how you interpret it for yourself. And this is just how I interpret things for myself. And I'm a little bit nervous about press and publish on this because um, some people are just gonna come back at me. I, I'd imagine with with some some conflicts and stuff. And I and I, I get it and I understand that. Um, but I'm just kind of putting out what what I see and what I believe and what I've what I've felt and seen in my own life. And, and if you want, okay, I'm going to give you an action plan, action item. If you want to say, okay, I want to take maybe the next step and just learn a little bit about this. I'm going to give you two action items. Number one, just go have coffee with somebody who, who you're friends with that, that is uh, a Christian, right? Maybe it's a local pastor. Maybe it's just a friend of yours. And number two, download the YouVersion Bible app and start listening to the gospels. Start listening to John. New, it has to be the new international version, otherwise you're going to get confused, like I did in the beginning. But um, but check it out. It's uh, it's actually those are actually pretty fascinating stories. If nothing else, you go okay. I'm educated. Uh, I've heard the word of God, and and I know a little bit more about it now. But um, and if you feel like somebody else needs to hear this in their life, please go ahead and share this episode. You can just go to jimharshawjr.com slash share. That's jimharshawjr.com slash share. And you will get, um, and, and you can you see where you can just click one button. You can share it on Facebook, Twitter. I think LinkedIn is on there as well with one quick share. So thank you for listening. And as always, until next time, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success.